Health IQ uses science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health-conscious people like runners, cyclists, strength trainers, vegan, vegetarians, and anyone that's living a healthy lifestyle. Rewired Radio is sponsored by Health IQ, and Health IQ will help you feel like you're getting the best deal for your life insurance. Go to healthiq.com slash rewired to support our show and to see if you qualify for a great rate today. This is Rewired Radio with Erica Spiegelman, addiction and wellness specialist, motivational speaker, and author, helping individuals, couples, and families regain a sense of control, leading to personal growth, wellness, and a more fulfilling life. Here's Erica Spiegelman. Welcome, everyone. As we know, addiction affects the body, the mind, and the spirit. And it's, it means also that a successful recovery journey must include practices that are good for our bodies, our minds, and our souls. My guest, Jeff Finland, is an uh, authority on recovery and yoga. He's the author of 365 Days of Recovery, and he helps people grow and actualize their best selves by incorporating yoga into their recovery. Jeff's work is founded on the principle that incorporating the practice of yoga with the tools of traditional Traditional recovery programs can ensure health, well-being, wholeness, and continued sobriety. So grateful to have Jeff with us today. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I just I'm so excited to talk to you, and we've been in touch. And I, I'm really excited to hear about your own story first, just to kind of uh, give our audience uh, some background on how you got to be where you are today. Can you tell us a little bit about um, how you got into yoga? Yeah, I got I got sober in nine, 1997, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, I went kind of the traditional recovery path and 12-step um, oriented, and, um, you know, I plotted along and did that for for uh, many years, but after many years, I was still racked with post-traumatic s- stress response from trauma mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, growing up in an alcoholic home, yeah. um, so... Um, so I was kind of in a quandary, and um, this and, uh, an Indian yogi came into my life very serendipitously some years uh, prior, and um, you know I'd, he kind of provided me with a real spiritual experience that I couldn't explain. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a Kriya guy, and um, so I, you know, years in sobriety, I was still waking up every day um, just so terrified from um, post-traumatic stress response. And mm-hmm. I recommitted to his practices um, and um, then took an advanced program um, in Tennessee. And basically, I had an experience when and all my trauma response went away. Wow. Um, I experienced myself beyond that conditioned response. Mm-hmm. And my system basically just reset. And um, wow. it kind I'm of re-remembered itself. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's kind of why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um because I see so many people in recovery and in advanced recovery still struggling with that, with that same kind of response. Um, Mm -hmm. And um, I'm kind of here to to let people know that there's a solution. Right. Right. Well, grateful to you for, for being there for people and, and showing them that they can too, you know, find a way through their trauma. Cause you're like, you said, I, I see clients, uh, every day and uh, on the front lines of this uh, journey, you, you it's a lot. I mean, I would say the majority of all of us have some kind of trauma. So it, it, I think it is important yeah. to understand what trauma is. I always I always try and tell clients it's a dysregulation of the nervous system. And no matter 
whether the trauma was, uh, you know, some kind of abuse to a car accident, to your parents' divorce, to being bullied, um, you know, being picked on, uh, you know, uh, we're all wired differently and we've all endured something not to minimize it and to really try and, and work through it without, you know, sh- a lot of people shove it under the rug. Would you say that most people yeah. need to confront it at some point and be aware? Well, yeah, I think, I think you know, we're they're all concerned about, you know, um, releasing trauma or, you know, unpacking that trauma in people. Um, I think the recovery process and, and the practice of yoga unpacks it on its own. You know, mm-hmm. we start going through those things in, in the 12 step, our 12 step programs and our emotional body and our energy body are, are, are intertwined. They're connected. And those mm-hmm. shock and those energy wheels, those chakras are basically tied to to different emotional states. Um, right. And, and I've tried to, to, to in, intertwine that self-inquiry work of, of 12 step and expand it while, while practicing, doing a physical practice of yoga to balance the system and open those pathways kind of on their own. Um, mm-hmm. so when those, when we, when we move the body, um, we naturally just open those, those wheels. Um, mm, and, um, mm-hmm. but then we have to, the, we have to have something to do with, the, with the stuff that's coming up, you know? Right. Right. So, and so, so what is, and so after that, do you recommend people see a therapist or counseling of some kind and, and, well, yeah, yeah. um, even, yeah, that helps. Um, um, uh, but I, I think, you know, in, in the 12 step program, we deal with anger and fear, you know, mm-hmm. and basically it kind of stops there and then goes into behaviors. But, you know, really those energy wheels, um, those chakras deal with fear, guilt, shame, grief, lies, illusion, mm-hmm. and attachment, you know? So, you know, just by going in there and making, and, 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 and conveying what, those emotions that we go through, we start to unpack that stuff in a, in a different mm-hmm. way. And as you know, it helps to, to talk to somebody about that, write that down. So right. it kind of gets it out of our system, gets it out of our head and our bodies. And, and then we can move into, um, more of our story. You know, I yeah. think a trauma, trauma response lies in our story. Um, and that's where 12 step programs kind of, I see fall short, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, in, in a lot of them, they'll say, you know, you can never forget your story. You can never forget that you're an alcoholic or you'll drink and you'll die, you know? Mm-hmm. So we're, they're kind of stuck in their story, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. we, 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 we kind of, you know, they have us going back and, and, um, journaling with our inner child, which only re- reinforces our story. Really, we have to be willing to drop our story. I think, yeah, drop those yeah. belief systems to, the to experience that inner bliss. You know, yeah, the narrative, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. and that's a scary thing to do. You really have yeah. to trust to drop what you remember yeah. and your experience. So. Yeah. And I think it's a lifelong practice. You know, I, I, my, I'm writing a second book. My first book was, was for people in recovery called Rewired. And then my second book is, is going to be called The Rewired Life for, for everybody, people that not, aren't necessarily in recovery, um, but have still, you know, have these narratives because no matter what, whether you've given, you've been dealt the card of, of, 
addiction or dealt the card of anxiety or OCDs or learning disabilities. I mean, everyone is going through something in life. And, and I, I, these practices, like I I feel like the yoga that you teach is also very helpful for people that maybe are not in 12 step programs, but have had something traumatic happen or still are, are still are stuck in a narrative. Like, you know, I'm not worthy or I'm lazy or I can't be a strong human being, you know, based on a, a story from our past that, that is not true. Like our behaviors aren't who we are. Behaviors are, who we are while we're, you know, engaging in those behaviors, you know? So if you start, if you're an alcoholic and you're drinking every day, then you're a drinker. If you're running every day, you become a runner, you know, our habits and and our narratives are so tied hand in hand. Oh yeah. It's for, I mean, this is for everybody really. I mean, I always Mm -hmm. say, you know, my program or my, my deal is for people with, with, you know, uh, that deal with addiction, codependence, trauma, and life in general. You know, <laughs> because mm-hmm. yeah, you know, totally. we're all we're all here, and we're all unpacking our karma in some way, <laughs> whether that's yeah. from this life or another life. And um, yeah. you know, if we're if we hit a certain point where we realize, um, um, and we all do that, you know, the the physical world is you know kind of limited. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, we we're not completely in control of everything that we do or or what no, happens to us. Not at and, all. Right. And we can kind of start from there, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah it's, I think I think it's for everybody, and and including that is um, is important. I think you know. Rewired Radio is sponsored by Health IQ, an insurance company that helps health-conscious people like runners, cyclists, weightlifters, vegetarians, and anyone choosing to live a healthy life get lower rates on their life insurance. Go to healthiq.com slash rewired to support our show and to see if you qualify. 56% of Health IQ customers save between 4 and 33% on their life insurance. Health IQ can save their customers up to 33% because physically active people have a 56% lower risk of heart disease, 20% lower risk of cancer, and 58% lower risk of diabetes compared to people who are inactive. If you like saving money on your car insurance for being a good driver, Health IQ can save you money on your life insurance for living a health-conscious life. So see if you qualify today. Go to healthiq.com slash rewired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so, you know, you, you teach in person, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and you also, but so for people that don't live where you, well, let's just in case people are listening, you're in, uh. Are you in Asheville? No, I'm in uh, oh, okay. I'm in Fort Collins, Colorado. Oh, you're in Fort Collins, Colorado. Okay, it said Ash somewhere on the bio yeah. about that. I thought. Okay, great. So yeah, Fort Collins, Colorado. My, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I took my teacher training. Um, oh, I see. My initial I yoga see. teacher training. Oh, so. okay. Okay, cool. Well, in, in people that are listening out there that maybe aren't in in your um, area, you do have a book that's out. So let's talk about that. And in any way that, that yeah. people out there, if any, any suggestions you have, people could start um, incorporating a practice of yoga into their lives and, you know, beginning to see how it could actually tap into their trauma or help them move through that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, really, it's really difficult. Our, our world of Western American yoga is so all over the place that yeah. um, that's really why I started to integrate that you know, the self-inquiry work, um, with, um, with the physical practices. Cause I think that's just as important. Um, mm-hmm. I have a teachable, um, 
I have a teachable program that that is out there and available for people to look at that go through all the all the steps and all the self inquiry work and then and then offer a simple kriya yoga practice um, to balance. Where is that through? Is that is that on a website? Is That's, this um, what is this? Yeah, it's a it's on um, it's at recoveryyoga one dot teachable dot com. Um, okay. So it's it's basically a, a teachable dot com format. Okay, so it's a it's a course online. Yes, it's an online course. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's great. And then I do workshops. I travel and do workshops as well um, sometimes. Mm-hmm. So if anybody would like to do a workshop. Um, I'm always open to, to travel, you know, so, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it's difficult, you know, um, you know, I, I, I'm a firmer, a believer if, if you're ready, the, the right teacher shows up and that's what happened to me. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I, I have, I have trouble with the, with the whole Western yoga pro- process in a lot of ways. Um, it's been so commercialized and fragmented and, um, so it's, uh, I think just finding a teacher in your own town that resonates with you in a in a simple kind of basic way and do a bit some kind of beginner's course, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, do you take people through actual physical exercises like videos so they can try it at home and you guide them through it? Yeah, yeah. My whole home practice is on is on the teachable is on the teachable course. It's all videotaped. Okay. Um, oh, great! And and taught in the, in the right way. Oh, good. Well, that's that's what yeah, that's what I'm, I'm. I would like for the audience to to know whether they can actually try it themselves and see that you know, because there's like you said, there's I think there's five yoga studios like in my little town, and they all do different yoga. It's like core power yoga, one's hot yoga, yeah. one's you know. I mean, it's there's so many. I think people are also pretty intimidated by it too if they haven't started it because they don't know which one they should try. And you know, at least I that was my experience. I always kind of stayed away from it because I just thought it was like packed and it was you know it was all over the place and it wasn't as you know for me I I, I like to um, be centered and and kind of calm and, and internal like dialogue is is important for me when I work out and I just thought oh wow the first yoga class I went to was like a hundred people in there it was just so hot it was cr-. you know and it wasn't it wasn't what I expected yeah. and, I, and then I didn't go back for a while so I you know I still try but um but for those people that out there I know it's helped a lot of a lot of my clients and um and if you do have the right teacher I, I mean I feel like if I probably took your course it would be it would be something that would resonate yeah um, because there's a whole, there's a kind of philosophy on the front end um, um, that really isn't taught much. You know, we're really trying to find that point between effort and grace, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I actually took an awesome class today and they were talking about push, 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 push. You, you know, there's a time to push and, and um, but I'm not that kind of person. It really depends on what kind of person you are. Are mm-hmm. you the kind of, are you the kind of person that, just pushes yourself to the point where you hurt yourself like me. Um, and I have to back off into the pose. I have to find my edge and then find that point between effort and grace and, and, and explore where the breath and how the breath operates in that space. Um, Mm -hmm. and, um, it's basically, you know, figuring out the proper use of, of the willpower of, of your willpower and it, and depending where you grew up, if you grew up in a shame-based environment, um, the other side of that, that chakra is our inability to use our willpower in the proper way. 
you know, mm-hmm. I kind of grew up in a, that shame-based environment. So I always felt I had to push harder, be smarter, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, work more diligently than the yeah. next guy. Why is that? You know, that's, right, right. that's, that's the conditioning I grew up in. And, and everybody has their own, their own space They They come to the table in a different place. So, and I don't really think a lot of, um, you know, gym yoga really addresses that at all. Oh um, yeah, not I at think all. That's uh, so Im- no, not at all. It's just, and that's so important to figure that out and hear that from somebody. Like, mm-hmm. what are we actually doing? Yeah, you know, I'm so happy to hear you say that. Practice, right? Oh, you know? totally. And, um, yeah. You know, you go into classes and and like asana classes, and there's a hundred people in there, and nobody knows what tadasana is, and right. it's the root. It's the root, you know, it's the root of all the standing poses, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, if you don't know what Tadasana is, you're not doing the, the pose properly. And um, right. so there, there's a reason they didn't give these practices to people until they were ready in India, you know, so right. they just didn't give them to everybody. They presented yeah. them in the right way and, um, and slowly in the and, right yeah. environment and space. So I, I'm so you know. happy that you were talking about this today because because that is exactly my experience of yoga is like quickly like, you know, downward dog, then do this. And do th- like, there's no no one explains why, how it how your body should really be responding your breath. I mean, it's not, and I know this because I've, I've read about yoga. So I know this from more of an educational standpoint, but it's but it is the breath, you know, to understand how we're moving through our bodies and how our breath is responding to the poses and what and what the poses mean and how each one has has a specific meaning i mean that to me i've yeah. never heard this in a class you know and it's, it's just racing through no. it's more of just like a physical race um instead of and i and i'm sorry to even say it because i feel like i'm butchering it but i'm i'm sorry the way it's become you know in this western oh, yeah. world yeah and i was so lucky that i got introduced to um this indian man um mm-hmm. came into my life and changed everything everything i've i do is set up to this certain standard, you know. Yeah. A lot of times yeah. I'll just take take people and have them sit and and put their hand palms face down on their lap and just mm-hmm. breathe and notice where the breath comes into your body. Get mm-hmm. quiet. Notice where your breath comes into your body. Now just and then just flip your hands palms up. Now mm-hmm. notice where your your breath comes into your body. You know, mm-hmm. it comes into your body at a in a completely different place by just flipping your hands over. And yeah. and that's what the whole asana process is about. You know, it's about breathing in and, and creating this space and these opening these channels of energy through the breath and movement. And um, nobody talks about that, you know. Yeah, f- um, flipping my hands up, so, I started breathing more through my upper chest and then flipping them down. Exactly. It was more of a, a lower, a lower kind of deeper breath. Yeah, it's so interesting. I love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, it's an, it, and that's what hand mudras are about, you know. I mean, there's all these different hand mudras. You you put your hands in a certain, in a different position, and you put your body in a different place. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can do it all through that, through all through the breath. When I first uh, experienced Sadhguru, we didn't do any asanas. It was all breath work, you know. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. all... Um, cashmere shavism kind of stuff you know so Mm -hmm. it's profoundly interesting and profoundly Mm -hmm. uh, um, fascinating to me and how it relates to recovery and people that 
and everybody, we're all bunged up in certain ways. Um, yeah. Energetically. Oh, so. for sure. For sure. I mean, I, 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 you know, personally, even I could see how even just learning to breathe and breath work at those kinds of things. And then once, you know, but also this is, I think this is what it sounds like to me is that we all need to, to have the patience to learn this stuff for what it is and slowly and, and then incorporate that with the physical movements and then understand how they work together. And I mean, it's a process. It's not just something that you should pick up in an hour. I mean, this is something it seems no. like is a light, a lifelong practice, which, you know, is, is important for people to hear. Yeah. And you need to do it in, um, Daily, you need to be right? taught the right way, and then you need to make a commitment to do it. You yeah. know, whenever we introduce a new practice, basically we have, you know, we have to do it twice a day for 48 days or once a day for 90 days. Um, mm-hmm. It's the same, and if you go to meetings, it's 90 meetings in 90 days, um, mm-hmm. and then it becomes a part of your system. You know, yeah. energy takes the same the path it once took. So basically, we're carving a new path of energy. We're carving a new riverbed. And mm-hmm. um, if you stop and, and you don't commit, the, the, riverbed, the riverbed just goes back to where it used to be. You know? Right. So right. Um, that's, that's mm-hmm. why it's really a discipline and a, and a practice. And, and it really kind of takes a kind of a commitment to do it right. You know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. It sounds like it. It sounds like it. Well, and we have you now to be the teacher. If you know, which is fantastic, at least one person is is changing how we we look at yoga and we look at our trauma and and how we can heal in a, in a different way. Because this is what I love about this show is having people on that have different approaches to healing, uh, different approaches to recovery. I I think recovery to for me at least is the word and because you could do this and this and that and this and not be you know a, a yeah. lot of my younger clients come in and they only think there's one way. There's only this kind of these yeah. programs that are introduced to them, and that's not necessarily the case. We need to to balance the mind, body, and spirit. And you can do meetings, and you can do yoga, and you can do meditation, and you can run, and you could get outside and, and you know take up a new hobby. It's not it's not either or. Yeah, um, yeah, and there's right. you know, there's so many choices out there. Could, and then on the other on the other end of the spectrum is people think they have to they can choose on a lot of levels, you know? Um, I mean, we all have to start where we are right now, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we start really like, okay, what are you angry about? You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, a certain, there's, there's certain steps to take in order to keep yourself moving and keep yourself sober, but okay, what are you angry about? You know, Mm -hmm. what are you Mm -hmm. afraid of? Right. What are, what's, what are you guilty about? What are you ashamed of? You know, Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. go in and, all that thing. So many people, the new thing is like, I don't want to do any 12 step work. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to go there. I just want to get sober Mm -hmm. and, and go back out and do, do my own thing. And, and, uh, I found that's, that's pretty hard to do, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I hear a lot of people, you know, that are, you know, at, at like, you know, work with people that are an outpatient level. And so they're like three or four, six months, you know, into their sobriety. And, and what starts to come up is um, more their fears. Like, I'm, I'm fearful of trusting people. I'm fearful of relationship. I'm fearful, you know, based on past narratives, based on past experiences. And it, it their fear and that that kind of dialogue and that 
catastrophizing things before they happen. And all of that, it seems to me to be based on past trauma and um, or past yeah. experiences that were traumatic. Right. So how do we get people to yeah. move through move through those thoughts that aren't serving them or the fear of, you know, I can't trust this person. You know, they get into a new relationship. They can't trust them based on the fact that maybe they couldn't trust, you know their mother or father growing up or something happened to them. So, you know, those, those things to yeah. me start to come up more as sobriety as time goes by. Mm-hmm. And then they get paralyzed in that fear. You know, yeah. I always, I always do the fear in that. I do always do the fear in the hat thing. Everybody what write down your biggest fear and put it in the hat. Nope. Okay. Now read, read your fear. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm afraid my wife's going to leave me and take my kid and all my money. Yeah. And I go, okay, do you really, do you know for certain that's going to happen? Positive, 100% that's going to, that's, no, no, that's going to happen. And, and usually the answer is, no, I don't know that's no. going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. So I take them to the second half of the first step is really is like, my life's unmanageable. I can't manage my life or what's going to happen to me 100%. You know? Mm-hmm. And then so the to second step accept- for me is basically, mm-hmm. pardon? Go on. Go on, go on. Yeah. And then, and then the second step basically for me is like, you do that and then you put your shoes on and you go out the door anyway. Yeah. You're, 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 you agree to respond to life 100% no matter how you feel, you know, and that, and eventually you'll see who's in charge on a deeper level, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the third step we offer our, we turn ourselves into an offering to that way of life, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so, and there's a certain, there's certain level of traumatic fear, but then there's fear that of, of when you, when the bottom drops out and you're, and you realize you're really not in control, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people feel that way daily that though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I did, that was a part of my process. You know, mm-hmm. fear was a, when the trap door opened and I was, and I fell through the trap door and I was just floating in the hands of God. I was mm-hmm. terrified, you know, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. was a result of the process of the steps in my spiritual, my spiritual practice. So mm-hmm. fear is a, fear is a, a part of the process. You know, I think mm-hmm. people don't think they should just not be afraid or there's something wrong with them when they're afraid. Um, right. But it's, that's a part of the process too, you know, right. um, of letting go and, and um, aligning yourself up with the, you know, the cosmos. Yeah, and when you move through it, also if you move through the fears and you 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 continue to do that, then you also find that it's really not as bad, and that you you are stronger than you think, and then you, it's kind of like a peace that comes over, I think most of us when we do that. Yeah, it comes with time. You know, you get mm-hmm. comp. You you know, at first that space is really uncomfortable because it's completely new. You've mm-hmm. never known that dimension before, right, so right. it's it's terrifying. But eventually, yeah. you get you you get used to that space and, and it, you know, the fear starts to subside a little level until the trap door opens again. You know? Right. Exactly. um, It's great. It's crazy. You know, it's just, um, and people always want to go back to the known, you know, even if if it doesn't serve them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're, they're more comfortable with, you know, in the screwed up relationship or, or smoking weed on a daily basis or, even if it doesn't serve them because they know it, it's comfortable, right. you know, right. To, right. Right. to walk right. into the unknown is, is terrifying, you know, for right. anybody. Um, exactly. So, exactly. 
Yeah. Well, Jeff, let, let me. I want to make sure everybody gets uh, your website so so they could get a hold of you and they could find your your videos and and learn about all the amazing um, tools that you have. So it's 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 www.recover.yoga, right? Yes. Right. Okay. And then it's um, Recovery Yoga One period mm-hmm. right dot teachable dot com. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Great, Jeff. And that's Thank with you one so eye. So it's recoveryoga1.teachable.com. Recover, recoveryoga1.teachable.com. Yes, and we'll have all your information up on our, our site as well. So thank you so much for being with me Great. today. And I'm very grateful for our conversation and, and, the, and the information you shared so that everybody could understand yoga on a different level and incorporate it in their lives, uh, whether they're in recovery or whether they just want to get on a better path. So thank you so much. You're listening to Rewired Radio on Radio MD. I'm Erica Spiegelman. Thank you all for joining us and stay well.